This is Unresearched, the Dispatches from the Adventure podcast, with your host, Dr. Joe Anderson. What is the practical value of the Tommy Westfall theory? Why is the Tommy Westfall theory important? What can we do with it? What does it do for us? And this is not necessarily a way I have so explicitly thought about this in the past, but I feel like I've just kind of treated it as so novel and so cool and so just self-evident and indicative, but it's really not. Um, And I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that the Tommy Westfall theory does two things. One, it helps us to understand potentials for a narrative crossover and to maybe start to introduce a literature student or maybe a student of theory to concepts of crossovers, especially considering that we're talking because the Tommy Westfall thing happened in the mid-80s. So we're talking about specifically modern literature. Even though we might treat the Marvel Cinematic Universe as just the biggest goddamn thing ever, if you want to talk about it strictly in terms of what is a very much unintentionally shared universe, at least not so methodically plotted out by one company among you know, one set of films and TV shows, then you can look at Tommy Westfall as perhaps even an example of how discourse affects narrative possibilities in modern media. Since various instances um various nods, because it's all a series of nods to other shows that then have nods to other shows that then have nods to other shows. And if you're talking about it like that, then you're talking about tropes, but you're also talking about discourse, narrative, being itself used as a response, as a means of respect recognition, maybe sometimes derision, but the use of narrative and elements of narrative as themselves contributions to a discourse. It's one thing. The other thing is fan fiction. How does this all then legitimize slash lead to fan fiction. A lot of fan fiction is in fact crossovers. And in fact, there have been instances where fan fiction crossovers or kind of fan dream crossovers end up actually happening in popular canonical mass media. Um, the two, well, the, the two that I can point to are um, Predator vs. Alien and Freddy vs. Jason, where franchises 
comparable franchises overlapped with one another, and so therefore were, uh, in, in terms of, of their popularity and whatnot, and so therefore were eventually um, merged, and so we had crossovers. Tommy Westfall, again, can be seen as a proto-example of that, or what Tommy Westfall does. Now, another thing that you can do, kind of a bonus, right, is what Tommy Westfall could also serve as an introduction to, perhaps, is unnatural narratives. And I need to look at unnatural narratives a little bit more. But unnatural narratives are, from what I understand, any narrative world, situation, whatever, that is not possible in material reality. Constituent parts of the Tommy Westfall universe that are themselves just straight unnatural narratives. Science fiction stuff, whatever. Okay. The other thing though is the Tommy Westfall universe is literally as it stands an entire massive set of narratives, right? Various TV shows and of, of various lengths and, and movies, series and whatever's, right? Um, and they all exist in this kid's mind. And so what you have is a kid who literally maintains and retains more and greater fictional creative narratives than any person probably actually could and in much greater detail and with greater consistency um, he can do literally what in the real world it takes hundreds upon hundreds of writers and producers and everybody else to have produced so that is kind of the technicality on which the Tommy Westfall universe might establish itself and then contingently every, um, every story it touches as a natural...